officer, Derek Zemrak. Hi, welcome back. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Welcome back to you for your vacation also Thank this you. week. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm super excited. What have you got for us this week? I'm so curious. Yeah, the first one we have is actually Rita Moreno, the girl who just decided to go for it, a documentary that played oh. at Sundance this year on online streaming. Uh, excellent documentary. And then we'll talk about Nola, a movie based on a Twitter thread from Ooh. 2015. Yes, folks, we have a movie <laughs> based on Twitter threads, okay? <laughs> it's done now. Not everybody do this now. That's just like Blair so Witch. Weird. Everyone did Blair Witch movies afterwards. Now they're going to be making <laughs> movies just on Twitter. But uh, it's, that's a little one, little more edgy, uh, so we'll keep that one for the podcast. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Now, I love Rita Moreno, and I don't, didn't know about this documentary. Tell us everything. It, it basically takes Rita Moreno's story, and it basically, the title is Perf, the girl who just decided to go for it. Now, <laughs> Rita was actually born in Puerto Rico. She grew up in New York, and it delves into all of the discrimination, the sexual abuse, the sexual, you know, in the windows that she had through Hollywood. Rita has never been one to hold back anything, mm. okay? I've interviewed Rita for many years, uh, going back, I don't know, about 15 years ago. <laughs> and she just, you know, she is a very strong woman, and she tells the story right up front. Now, what's great about this documentary is... It's not just about Rita Moreno and her clips on West Side Story, and a lot of people don't know her first role was in uh, Singing in the Rain. She was like a background dancer, you know? So it's like, it doesn't just, it's not the clip after clip after clip, and oh, here's Rita Moreno. Oh, and she won an Emmy, and she won a Tony, and she won a Grammy, and, you know, everything else that she got, you know? Uh, it delves into who Rita is and what she believes in, and she, and throughout the whole documentary, she's like, I've been kicked down, but I got up, and I fought for what's right. And from all the way from from abortion rights to Me Too movement just a few years ago. Big advocate, of, and she went through all of this. She delves into being sexually abused by a lot of actors, oh. producers, you know, one huge stars. I don't want to delve into everything, but her relationship with Marlon Brando, oh, wow. her relationship with Elvis, <laughs> you know, all these things that was just devastating in, in her life. But you know what? She overcame it. She, she delves in that she went to a psychiatrist to work on this and why she was never giving up. You know, that was like one of her biggest things. How can I keep going? Wow. But that's what it's all about. And the one thing that I love about this and I love about Rita is she's so true and she tells it from the heart. And in this documentary, it t talks to her daughter, mm -hmm. her grandchildren, you know, what it is to, for this woman, you know, to be telling, you know, that she was raped by such and such actors, wow. you know. And, and then she delves into her relationship with her husband. And she fell in love with her husband. It's the only thing I'm going to tell you about the movie. She fell in love with her husband because who was a doctor in Berkeley. And that's how she ended up in northern california up here in the oakland hills they were supposed to go on a date he had no idea who she was they met and then he he kind of he blew her off okay and then he stood her up oh, and then all no. of a sudden he's in he sees this you know this picture of her on, walking in the street and he goes read him right now is that the girl that i just had a date with tonight you know and then she fell in love with him based on that he accepted her for her as a person not for the star that she was oh. and she dolls into that whole relationship and i mean it's just very very well done is rena moreno a girl that just decided to go for it and the one thing that I also enjoyed about this documentary, you have Rita Moreno out of makeup. Oh, wow. There's a scene in the movie 
where she's putting on her makeup and she says, I know this is what people want. They want this Rita, but yeah. this is the real Rita with no makeup, Puerto Rican girl who believes in values and this, and this is what it's all about. And, it, you know, how many actresses would go on, you know, do a documentary with no makeup whatsoever? Yeah, you know, exactly. and, and she's, you know, putting it on and transforming into what everyone sees, the legend, Rita Moreno. And it's very well done. It's in movie theaters right now. And uh, you definitely should see this. And I give this actually four slates out of five. Whoa. Now, she's also, she's also, <laughs> yeah, thank you. She's also, she's also in The West Side Story, the remake, which was supposed to come out last uh, Christmas, has been moved to this Christmas season in December with Steven Spielberg. She's the executive producer. Now, uh, this is the remake of the where Rita won the Oscar. Now, I had interviewed Rita in 2019, 18, 19. Yeah, because she performed at Rita in 19, so it must have been December of 18. And I, I told I said, Rita, what if you were the person? And when, when she does get this nomination, we're going to play this clip on air, okay? <laughs> okay, good. I had said, what, what, if you get, what if you're the first person to ever win an Oscar for the original and a remake <laughs> and she said, oh, there. she said, that's crazy. I guess, no, it's not. Because I see Rita Moreno getting a nomination this year for West Side Story, and I see her possibly for this documentary. I mean, incredible woman. She's won all the accolades, and she says, you know, the accolades mean nothing. It depends what you do as a person. It means nothing. She says, because I have them all, and I know it means nothing. So, anyways, great documentary. Check it out. It's in theaters limited. I'm sure it will go streaming uh, fairly soon. So I love it. I can't wait to see it, and I'm going to love her even more after seeing this documentary. After that <laughs> review, I just know that I'll fall in love with her all over again. Absolutely. So what is this Zola thing about? I don't even, haven't heard one word <laughs> about this movie. Clue me in. Well, Zola was actually based on a 148 Twitter tweet uh, trend that went out in 2015. And this is based on a true story about a waitress who encounters another girl that comes to her restaurant at the time. And they be hit it off. They come to find out that they have both been adult dancers. Okay. And they're going to decide they're going to go on a road trip to Florida to make more money. Okay. And so after one day, now this is true, you can read the Twitter the, the Twitter thread, <laughs> you can Google it, you can see all 100, uh, 148 of these and how they made this movie, but it tells you basically what the movie is. So and this is a movie where I think you have to, I always tell people, don't, don't watch trailers, you know, they're going to spoil it or whatever. But this one is so raw and so edgy. It's by A24, which is a great distribution company. I love them since they, they came, you know, did um, the Bling Ring and uh, the Spectacular. And now, Moonlight, I mean, they're edgy. They bring in things that are edgy. And they took a concept, uh, bought the, the rights to Twitter thread, and then had somebody write the script and did this. So, And the girls hit the road. Uh, they think they're going to go on, you know, become strippers in this bar. But uh, Stephanie, who is actually played by Riley Kino, um, who was in The Runaway. She's a great actress. Mm -hmm. um, she's kind of wacky. She's kind of losing it. And she has a pimp. And the other girl, Zola, has no idea what's going on. And soon, it's not only stripping that they're doing, they're thrown into prostitution. Oh, okay? no. So, yeah. And now there's drugs involved and all this stuff going on. And uh, Zola is played by Taylor Page, who may remember when she was in uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, she had yeah. a small role. But, but I had said, you know what? This girl is great beautiful on the screen mm -hmm. she's gonna have a she's gonna have a career and now this movie shows that she can actually carry a movie on her own Dang. because it's a tough tough role but she is just although it's gritty she just has that presence on the screen where you want you want to see more 
Mm-hmm. Not you can't you can't see any more than they already show you in the movie oh, physically. Well, there's that. But I mean, <laughs> but you want to you want to see more of her performance because it's it's great. And also in the car, which you know the car first starts out as this fun road trip, is um, Stephanie's boyfriend, and he's like a real wackadoo. I mean, he has no idea where he is, and he's they they don't let him go to the clubs, and then mm. he gets involved in these. There's drug dealers, and it, it, it's crazy. It's a crazy. And how this, you know, from a Twitter thread to making a movie, it's interesting to see that. But you have to see the trailer to make sure it's something you want to okay. see because it is it is raw. It's a raw film. Is it, but, uh, is it overall, rated NC-17? No, it's rated R, but okay. it's a really hard R. There's, you know, male yeah. front of nudity, female front of nudity all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, drug use, uh, language that you would just be like, whoa. Probably you know, I, abuse, I, I, too, because of their ab- nature abuse, of their business. Yeah, it's all thrown in there. So, but overall, if, you know, Take a look at the trailer, which I usually don't tell people to see. Take a look and see if it's something that you want to sit through. Because if you see just half the trailer, you will know, okay, I want to see this or I don't. Because it is, it is gritty. It is gritty. But overall, I could actually give this three slates out of five. The only, yeah. the only complaint that I have about this movie, one, it was shot on film, which to me gave that grittiness to it. Yeah. You know, because in, in video and high def, it's all beautiful. And it has that graininess to it. It was nice to see that you know, aspect of, you know, and at the end of the movie, Kodak's like, whoa, I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, the only thing that I felt in this movie was the abrupt ending. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not spoiling okay. it for anybody, but it was a little abrupt. And I'm just like going, hmm, huh. well, I guess they ended it as quick as a tweet. Because <laughs> it was like... They just logged off of this movie. Bye. <laughs> like, okay. Did we run out of film stock here? Because it was done. <laughs> well, everything that you've said makes me really, really curious about this movie. And I'm going to guess that it's going to be something I want to see. Because I do like right. the gritty. I do like to see it. Even though I'll cringe at certain parts, I still would like to look into that world and, and see what it's really like. Plus, you know, it's a movie based off of Twitter. Right. <laughs> But I, I think they did do it. They did do it right by shooting on film too. I do. I do believe that. I think it, it gave added to the to added to the picture. So, awesome. Sure. Well, yeah. we're out of time already. Why does time go so fast <laughs> when we're talking movies? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That'll do it for this week. Uh, please join us again next week for the Box Officer Podcast.